Oh yeah, it is time for Three Things with JR. It's a brand new day by the band Big. Still jacked up by that theme song. I love it. Uh, hell of a drummer in that band, I gotta tell you. Uh, and he's humble, too, and he knows it. So uh, we are uh, we are into our uh, 51st episode, 51 this is episode 51. Uh, yeah, I've learned a lot about how to make a podcast in 50 episodes. Uh, I think I'm finally getting it. Uh, it has become even more fun to do. It energizes me. It has become a thing I set aside time for every week. I look forward to doing it. It is creative and fun, and I just get to talk about whatever the hell I'm thinking about. And as of late, I get to interview cool people because I've just started calling people without any warning at all and talking to them and uh, using that as the uh, the basis of uh, the main the main attraction for three things with Jr. These days, uh, it's what's got me excited because. Because me calling people that I know but haven't connected with in a long time has been wonderful. I have been reacquainting myself with myself with my friends, uh, people that I consider my friend. I, I see what they post on Facebook, but a lot of times that's it. That's my only interaction with people, and I don't even really interact because I'm more of a lurker. When I post on Facebook, it's usually to let you know there's a new episode of this show coming out uh, and uh, or to comment on something stupid that somebody else has said. So uh, so this that's kind of my limit of my contact with a lot of you people. And I have started calling you people uh, off of my Facebook friends list using Facebook Messenger and surprising you and I'm recording it and we talk and we get caught up. And sometimes these conversations are five minutes and sometimes they're an hour and a half. Uh, I just finished an hour and a half long conversation with an old friend from high school. That is not what you're going to hear tonight. That's coming up in two weeks. Episode 53 is when you will hear that interview. And I highly suggest that you uh, set an alert. Make sure you are aware when new episodes of this show come out so that you can check that one out. Because almost no matter what you're interested in, this person is uh, incredibly interesting to talk to and listen to. Uh, he is just, he's a friend from high school. I grew up on the same street with him. We used to sleep over at each other's houses and play Legos together. And we're going to talk about not only shared memories that he and I have about our childhood, but about much bigger issues than that. That's coming up in a couple weeks. Tonight, it's going to be a little bit lighter fare. Uh, it's not going to be quite so long or quite so deep as that one. Tonight, tonight's guest is a guy named John Rademacher. Now, those of us in the Charlottesville, Virginia comedy community know exactly who that is. He is a young comedian. He, uh, you, by the, if you're considering, when I say young comedian, if you're thinking he's a young person who does comedy, you are correct. He's also a person who has not been doing comedy very long. So either with either definition of young comedian applies to John Rademacher. One of those definitions applies to me. I am a young comedian in that I have not been doing comedy very long. In fact, the night I did my first open mic comedy spot 
at the Southern on the downtown mall in Charlottesville was the exact same night that John Rademacher did his first open mic at the Southern on the downtown mall. So he and I started our journey through comedy on the exact same night, on the exact same show. And both of us got enough laughs that night that we were hooked. Uh, he is younger and with a lot more energy and time on his hands, uh, has been uh, doing more comedy than I have and uh, having more success at it than I have. And he's funnier than I am. So just know that I know that, please. That's very important that you know that, you know that I know that. Uh, so... John Rademacher is my guest. He's coming up in a few minutes. Uh, we're only going to talk to him for a few minutes because that's all he had time for tonight. He is the first person I've called, surprisingly, uh, doing this podcast interview where I surprise people. <coughs> He's the first person that knew when I was calling him why I was calling him. Uh, he said, are you calling me for the podcast? And yes, I was. And he only had a few minutes, but he was able to rise to the occasion and uh, give me three things of his own for, for the podcast. So thankful to, uh, we, we like to call him Johnny Rad. Somebody just nicknamed him Johnny Rad here locally. And uh, that name sort of sticks. It's hard to not call him Johnny Rad, uh, although in our little brief conversation, he reveals that he doesn't take offense to that, but he prefers to go by John Rademacher. He's not going to take on Johnny Rad as his stage name as a comedian or anything like that. So it'll be John Rademacher and me in just a few minutes. First, I want to do three things of my own, then we'll do a quick spot, and then we'll get over to John Rademacher. So here is my thing number one. I went with my daughter last week, Allison, uh, to help her buy a new car. Now, she's had several cars since she has been an adult. And this was the first one, though, that really felt like buying a new car. Technically, it's a used car. She bought a 2015 Subaru Forester. And what was cool about it was that seeing that she had done all the research, she had found the car she wanted, it qualified, it's bigger, it's an SUV, it's got all-wheel drive, there's more room, it sits up a little higher than her little Mazda, it's easier to put uh, her daughter, my granddaughter, Aaliyah, in and out of it, uh, and it's a reliable vehicle. Uh, it uh, Subaru Forester is a great car, and so it was exciting to see that she had done all that research, found the car up in Woodbridge at a Coons dealership. We went together. She wanted me to go just in case I could offer some assistance. Uh, I helped look over the car. We both test drove it. We agreed it was a solid vehicle. And she did pretty much all the negotiating with the dealership on her own. I only gave her one little sort of a bit of assistance with talking them down on the price a little bit. We got them to knock uh, almost $1,000 off the top of the price which was very reasonable because they weren't asking more than they should have been asking anyway. But all I did was sort of help nudge that dealer guy, the, the finance guy, along to uh, giving us a little bit of money off. And they did. But Allison, for the most part, did like 99% of everything. I was just along for the ride. And it's, it's great as her dad to know that she has safe transportation. Like driving cars... Cars in general, uh, I've been into them my entire life, and having a good one is kind of important to me, and I've never felt that my daughter Allison had a good one. 
You know, she got she's she's had a couple hand me down cars uh, and they were good at first, but quickly turned out not so great. Either they needed big repairs or uh, they were they were unsafe or whatever. And it's finally something that I know I feel great about uh, knowing that she is driving around in a vehicle that is uh, well built, that is safe, that is comfortable. Uh, and, uh, and that when she goes out on the road, I'm not worried that, you know, the engine's going to blow or a wheel's going to fall off or something. Uh, so I just, I feel a lot of peace knowing that my daughter's driving around in a good car. That's thing number one. How about thing number two? Uh, if you've been following along with my thing number two, you, uh, might be glad to know that I am finally finished with. George Washington's uh, the biography I was reading about him and more accurately that I was listening to on audible Washington a life by Ron Chernow uh, well over 40 hours of audio book and I was uh, engulfed in this word for word like I didn't want to miss a word I would constantly hit rewind just because if my mind wandered at all or I was distracted by the road I had to go back and hear everything that was had to be said about George Washington and I am finally finished. I have gotten to the point where he is dead. Martha is dead. Their slaves have been emancipated, as uh, George Washington stipulated in his will. And he is now the seen in retrospect, uh, as he was during his life, as the father of our country. And I... I mean, I kind of knew why he was called the father of our country before, but now I feel like I have a deep understanding of that. And it also makes me want to read more about our founding fathers and uh, all of their, you know, warts and all, uh, because this book pulled no punches. It talked all about George Washington and the wonderful things that he did, as well as his many, many errors uh, in judgment and mistakes and, uh, you know, regrets that he had uh, and, and all of that. So, yeah, I highly recommend that book. Uh, so that is no longer my thing number two. You thought it was, but it's not. Thing number two is I'm no longer listening to that book, which means I can listen to other things while I drive now. It's been tough to listen to anything but that book for the past couple of months. And I am a big fan of listening to music while I drive, listening to podcasts. I've got a long list of podcast episodes that I am way behind on. And, I, you know, I installed a really, really nice stereo in my car. And all it's been doing is playing an audio book for the past three months. So... Uh, I was cranking up some music this afternoon uh, on my way home from work, and I was reminded again just how awesome it is to listen to something heavy that makes my subwoofer work, that makes my speakers just scream at me. Uh, the band I was listening to today is Royal Blood. It's a two-person band, a drummer and uh, and the, then the uh, the guy who sings and plays guitar. And he technically he plays a bass guitar connected through some octave pedals. So it's uh, it's kind of doing the job of being bass guitar and regular guitar at the same time. They've got three new songs out right now that just came out. They were on my Spotify release radar playlist. And uh, I have loved everything I've ever heard from Royal Blood. So that's what's inspiring me at the moment. I went from George Washington to Royal Blood in the same day. And uh, I am loving it. Thing number three. Am I the only person? I mean, it is so frustrating to me that there are people that 
at the traffic light. We're sitting there. It's a red light. We're in the front line, right? We are the first people. We're at the white line. We are the first to go when that light turns green. Why doesn't everybody hit the gas and go? Uh, I don't understand people that do not have that desire to be the first off the line, to get out of other people's way, to go, right? Like, I, I kind of understand it when you are looking at your phone, uh, reading something or talking to somebody in the car and you're not paying attention. You didn't see the light turn green and that's why you're slow off the line. Like, I get that. I'm not even really mad at that unless I'm behind you. And then that's really, really annoying. But if you are front front, in, uh, front row, pole position at the top, at the traffic light and you don't have a desire to be the fastest and the first off the line. I just don't get it. Like, why are you driving? Why are you out on the road? Like, it's mind boggling to me. I want to be the first to pull away from the light. I want to be able to get into whatever lane I need to get into so I can turn or whatever. I want to be in front of everybody else. And when I pull up next to a car, I can look over at the driver and I can know based on the type of car they're driving and just generally what they look like, yeah, I'm going to be able to be much faster off the line than whoever's in that car next to me. Now, if they are driving a car that will be faster than mine, which is most, I don't, I don't drive super fast vehicles, uh, but if they're driving a car that could be faster than mine, but they don't look, they don't have the look that I have. They don't have the drive, the, the, the motivation. They don't feel it's important to be first off the line. I know I'm going to smoke them. Uh, and, Every now and then, though, they'll surprise you. But uh, it's the benefit of being first off the line at the traffic light to be ahead of everybody is that you get to be the first person to stop at the next traffic light. And, you know, I just I just want to be first at the next traffic light. You know, that's just me. Maybe it's just me. Maybe not. Uh, there are others. And uh, I like I like seeing other drivers that I can tell are eager to be first in line at the traffic light as well as being a driver that will take advantage of it. So I don't mind being behind them at all because I know that we can, as soon as the light turns, we can both just hit the gas at the same time and we are going to smoke everybody else at the light. That's who I want to be behind if I can't be in the front row at the traffic light. So that was hopefully something stupid enough for you. That's my three things. We are going to take a short break. We'll be back with John Rademacher. It'll be a really short conversation uh, because he had to go. He gave me a few minutes. I asked him a few questions. I made him do three things. He rose to the occasion and knocked it out of the park. So that is what you are going to hear after a quick ad for Anchor, which follows this amazing drum solo. Wake up, wake up, wake up. There's no time for play. Get up, get up, get up It's a brand new day What's up? Johnny oh, Red, can you hear me? I can hear you, can you hear me? Yep, loud and clear, buddy All right how you doing? Good. So you actually know why I'm calling, I guess, huh? I saw in the chat like you're cold calling people for your podcast. That's right. The first uh, one I did was like a month ago now. It was uh, Abdullah Jastanya. And okay. he thought I was butt dialing him, and I didn't have my <laughs> mic set up at first, so he couldn't hear me talking. 
And so he just thought it was a mistake. And then I called him back again and he answered and we had a nice chat and I threw it up on my podcast and I've been doing that ever since just cold calling people on my Facebook friends list and seeing who is willing to answer and talk and be on my show. Okay. <clears throat> and you, you seem uh, willing and ready. Okay. If I'm being completely honest, I was, I'm meeting a friend and I have to leave in a few minutes. Okay. So, so I just we'll, want to call and be nice and say hi. Awesome. I can so, the, the, so we can do this quick. Okay. How, what do you got? Five minutes? Ten minutes? Uh, let's say five. Five minutes. All right. Cool. So what I want to know is, uh, in my introduction, I'm going to talk about how the night that I met you was literally the night that both you and I started comedy at the same on the same open mic night. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and how has comedy been going for you here in the last year or so? It seems like uh, things are coming back and you're still doing it, or what have you done with comedy since the pandemic? Since the pandemic, so started last March, and I didn't do any comedy, anything comedy-related except for watch stand-up on TV till like, August. Okay. Maybe, yeah, August, and I went to do a show in Harrisonburg, and it was an outdoor show. Then I went to college, and they were doing a lot of open mics, uh, they were doing some open mics in like Hampton Roads area. Yeah, but it was COVID safe. Not the COVID safe. That, oh, the fact that I do not have COVID is shocking. So they were totally disregarding social distancing and masking and crowd sizes and all of that. We were indoors. I'm not going to say what mic it was. We were indoors, and like the staff was masked up, and people would occasionally have a mask, but it's a small bar, and if you like, yeah, it just no one was really trying wow and this was like not early in the pandemic but far enough in that everybody knew that this was the real deal dude yeah it was far enough in. i'm telling you like people out in virginia beach just did not give a shit it was insane and uh and so since then have you been doing it kind of regularly yeah well then i school ended i came back home and i started going i kept going to mics and my dad and my sister made it clear like yeah you can't keep doing that shit while you're living with us and i was like fine so yeah. Now that it's starting to warm up and they're having outdoor shows again, I'm back at it. Nice. Uh, and so we're actually doing a show this Wednesday, right? You and Heather are working on the uh, Ix Art Park open mic? Yeah. So it looks like we're going to be trading off like who's hosting which week. So this week is my week to host, and then next week it's going to be her. Yep. I, uh, her and I were doing that last fall. So uh, so uh, she didn't even consult with me to do it again in the spring. She just said, no, I'm going to get Johnny Rad instead. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, which is fine with me. That's great. Uh, and uh, all right. So the the podcast is called Three Things with Jr. And since we only got like a two minutes left, uh, the three things I'm gonna I'm gonna totally put you on the spot. See what you can do. And you're a comedian, so I, I know you got this. Three things. First thing is tell me something deep, just a deep thought you've had that you want to share. Deep thought that I've had. Ooh. Yeah. Doesn't have to be funny in any way. Just something kind of meaningful. You know what? I was just watching. Uh, oh, this this is something. So it's just like a, a meme I found. Always pay attention to what someone says to you in anger. They've been dying to tell you that. Ooh. Oh, that's tight. So yeah, like when they're when their filters are gone and they're just wanting, they're just yelling at you, and that's when stuff comes out. It's it's almost like when someone's drunk, they're telling you the truth, probably. It's like if you're fighting with your significant other and they yell something at you, pay attention. You're like, oh, you've been meaning to tell me this, but for some fucking reason you haven't. Yeah. So I need to I need to keep this in mind. You are unloading at that point. Yeah, you're unloading. 
Ah, that's and good. I've been that person too. And I'm like, fuck, I should have like told this in a like weeks ago when I was calm. Yeah, you let it build up until it's too late for it to come out in a constructive way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. All right, thing number one, nailed it. Uh, thing number two, tell me about something that's inspiring you. Usually this is a song, a show, a book, a movie, some piece of art, anything like that. What are you into right now? What's inspiring you? So I just finished a show called The Expanse. It's on Amazon Prime. It's a show about like people like traveling through space. It does too much to explain. It's just hundreds of years in the future, people live like throughout like on Earth, Mars, and in the solar system. But it's just a really well written, well made show, and I'm surprised no one knows about it. I've like, seen it. Acting. I've seen it pop up on my Amazon feed, but it's just not I, nothing about the the you know the tile, the thumbnail, whatever grabbed me about it. So I just haven't even really looked into it yet. It's good though, huh? I rec- I highly recommend it. I've heard people complain that they said the first couple of episodes are slow, but I was just super into it, so it did not bother me at all. But I think it's a really well-made show. Even, like, even the intro, like, this, the intro song has me hooked. Like, I never want to skip through it. Nice. Oh, that's good. A good theme song on a show is tight. Uh, all right. Yeah. Third thing, tell me something stupid. Something stupid? It's like something stupid that I did. A, or a, like stupid, just a dumb stupid. thought, a funny thing. It can be a joke you're working on. Just something we're trying to be trying to be a little more funny, a little dumb, a little less important. Uh, anything at all. Uh, here's something. This might be a joke. Um, the only the only honest people are date on dating apps are the people looking for three ways. Well, there you go. Yeah. Only honest people on there. That that's so simple and so succinct and perfect uh, that that totally fits the bill for thing number three. Dude, I know you got to go. Thanks for talking to me. I'll see you Wednesday night at Ix Art Park. Uh, and uh, last but not least, do you like do you mind it when I call you Johnny Rad? Somebody called you that one night at an open mic and it's just stuck. Is that your name now or do you prefer to be John John Rademacher? I mean, I prefer John Rademacher, but if some friends call me Johnny Rad at a comedy show, I'm not going to stop them, but that's not going to be my stage name. Oh, man, I think you should do it, but, but okay. All right, so John Rademacher, thanks for being on Three Things with JR, uh, and I'll see you Wednesday. See you Wednesday. Peace. All right, that was my conversation with John Rademacher. He knew I was calling about being on the podcast, and he answered anyway, so... Kudos to him. He is a performer. He is also hilarious. Uh, for uh, for being as young as he is, he shouldn't be as funny as he is. He doesn't have the life experience to pull from, but somehow he does. Somehow he has uh, far surpassed me in the world of comedy, and uh, I think he's got uh, a lot of potential. He's also super smart, incredibly nice, always has a smile on his face, and uh, and. He's also uh, going to college. Uh, He's a swim coach or a lifeguard or something like that. So, I mean, he has got it going on. Uh, He basically has the skills and the knowledge to write his own ticket in life. And uh, I'm not jealous. I'm just glad I know him. So that's John Rademacher. I am JR. This has been Three Things with JR, episode number 51 in the bag. I've got some great guests coming up on upcoming episodes, uh, including some uh, some local uh, friends that uh, are not so old, right? They're not people I grew up with. They're people I met as an adult and have uh, just haven't seen in a while. 
as well as an old uh, an old childhood friend who I've just reconnected with tonight. Uh, I recorded it tonight. You will hear that in two weeks on episode number 53. But uh, thanks again for listening. Tell your friends about this show. Uh, like, subscribe, write a review, give it five stars. Do what you can to help others find three things with JR because I think it's interesting to people that not just people that know me, hopefully. I think the, I think the things going on here just might be of interest to everybody. So share this out to your friends on your social medias and get the word out. Help me help me grow this show. And uh, thank you for listening. I really need to shut up now. So here's uh, here's the end of Brand New Day, uh, the, uh, the theme song for this show. And I am out. It's a brand new day.